Today I'm going to talk about creepy dolls and strange voices on part two of the ghost stories on the Shadowbinders podcast. Today we're going to talk about more scary ghost stories. This is part two of hopefully four different podcasts. Um, if you were listening to the last one, you heard about weird things happening, things running without batteries, stuff people saw, different stories Tom had, some different things. So today I'm doing it by myself because he's right there drawing and isn't going to say much. Hello. He's too busy doing your pages. So um, I'm going to be talking by myself for this. Um, so I'm going to go back to some of the different weird things that happened growing up because I have a lot of stories. Um, I know one thing that always creeps me out and I have good reason for this are porcelain dolls. I don't know how you feel about porcelain dolls, but they creep me out. I know I can handle Barbie dolls or Monster High dolls or any of those kind of dolls. They don't bother me, but porcelain dolls just blah. And there's a few good stories about that with good reason. But um, we'll start with a few of my porcelain doll stories. Um, we had several porcelain dolls. They just, I don't know. I know sometimes people can get a weird feeling about them because they just look human. And there's nothing wrong with them. They just seem human and it's, you know, creepy. But we had some that were really creepy. And uh, I know one, we were doing a video of, you know, for insurance purposes, you know, you had a video camera, you go tape, you know, different things you had in your house. And if something happened, then you have a couple copies of the tape that you can give the insurance company for replacement. And we were going over our dolls and my sister was recording them and she suddenly started freaking out. I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she's like, the doll winked at me. And we're like, yeah, yeah, right, okay, it's just, you know, whatever. And she's, like, freaking out. And we go back and play the tape, and on the tape, it's, like, really staticky, and the doll does look like it's winking. And it could have been, I don't know what happened to the tape now, but it could have been a play of light or something like that. So we're like, okay, well, maybe it's something else. But it did look like it was blinking. Well, this same doll, I mean, I can't explain it. Anytime you'd be around it, it just, it just was creepy. It was a creepy doll. And it wasn't because it was made creepy it's just it's it seemed to change it's just not like it went from normal doll to like a scary doll face or anything like that it's just it's just the vibe of the doll would change it got so bad that we actually had to keep a um we had like a like a oh my god it was like an oatmeal container or some kind of container like that where the one end was open and we keep it over the doll's head because we were also afraid of that doll and you can go anywhere near it because it would scare you but it just, we had the people come look at it too. And, and we didn't tell them, you know, we took, the, we took the cup off its head and didn't tell them which one it was. And they can go right to that doll and tell you that was a doll that there's something wrong with because it just, it, you could just feel it. And no matter who you were, you walk up to that doll and know something was not right with that doll. So we had to get rid of it. But ever since then, I've been totally creeped out by dolls. And on a, a side note, it's not really a ghost story, but it's funny. So we had all this stuff going with the creepy dolls. We used to have a big glass display case that had the dolls in it. It was just a big case that you could slide the door shut and you put the dolls in it. And um, one time, my brother, sister, and I were in my room, and we were watching television. And a commercial came on for, I think it was like a child's play movie, one of the child's play movies or something. And we're like freaking out because it was, you know, we're little and it was creepy. And I go to open my bedroom door. 
They opened my bedroom door, and sitting right outside my bedroom door is a porcelain doll. It, it, it was in the glass case. Now it's outside my door. So you can imagine how scared we were, and we slammed the door shut. We just start screaming our heads off, Mom, Mom, screaming, and she couldn't hear us. She was downstairs, and we were just screaming and screaming and screaming, and finally we got out and ran past it. Well, after some investigation, it turned out that the glass case was left open and the dog got the doll out and drug it to our door and left it sit there. I mean, that's what we're thinking happened. So, I mean, not everything that happens is always a scary paranormal story, but that one wasn't. But it was funny as I'll get out in retrospect because we're freaked out screaming because you watch a commercial for a possessed doll and you open your door and there's just a doll. I mean, who wouldn't freak out? Would you freak out, Tom? I would freak out. I mean, I, we freaked out. We were going to pee ourselves. We were like, what the flip is this? So um, that happened. And on the same topic of, you know, you never know. Some things do have explanations. Um, and last time we are talking about things running without batteries. Um, we had this uh, Alfie toy when I was a kid. And it used to go off by itself all the time at night. But what it turned out to be was the cat would go up in the attic and the cat would brush against it when it was in the attic and it shouldn't have been. I don't know how the cat got in the attic, but she'd go up there and she'd brush against it and, and she thought that was a great thing to do. And she loved that Alfie, so she'd set it off all the time and it would go off in the middle of the night and scare my parents. So sometimes things do have explanations. Oh, and speaking of cats, this isn't really like a ghost type story, but I told you on the last one about the cat that was hissing at the um, the record cleaner. And growling and things when there was no batteries in it. Well, this same cat, this cat was really odd. But one time, um, I told you too that my parents' house is kind of built into the side of the hill. So that means the kitchen is actually underground. And I was in the kitchen, and it was a thunderstorm. And the floor was uh, getting water on it because when it was underground, sometimes it would rain really hard. The water would come into the wall. Sometimes you get puddles. It, it, they had to dig up some ditches and fix it. They fixed it later. But um, they had started having trouble with it. And one day I was standing there and the cat kept making these yowling noises and stuff at me until I, and like it was trying to get me to come to it. And I, I was standing there, standing there and I wouldn't come and it kept you know, just getting more and more insistent. So I took a couple steps towards the cat because something was, un this is not like the cat. And when I went towards the cat right then, I don't know if the house got hit by lightning or what, but a big arc of electricity, like a like like a little lightning bolt, went shooting from the water where I was just standing, right where I was, into the other side of the kitchen, into the wood. And if I had been standing there, I would have been right in the puddle of water when the lightning hit it. So I cat. I don't know if the cat. That's true. You're looking at a jelly bean. Did he get a can of tuna? Out? No, I don't remember what he did. He got lots of scratches. But he, it was the weirdest thing. He just kept freaking out and, like, yelling at Like, you could tell he wanted me to come to him. What well, he kept doing, he was like, you know, get over here, you know. And I did. And right after I moved, this came right across the kitchen. And if I had been standing, I would have got hit with it. It was just, I've never seen lightning in a house before. It was creepy anyway, just on a whole lot of levels. So, but that's not really a ghost story. It was just a weird one. I think animals, I think a lot of times animals can see things, almost like you said about kids, Tom. Mm -hmm. You said about last time about kids can sometimes, I think, sense and see things we cannot. I think animals can also. Yeah, no, I, I, I think so. I mean, I've, um, I know you hear stories a lot of times about, you know, dogs especially sensing things, or you always hear, so the dog started whining, the dog started growling, this happened with the dog, and... Yeah, I think they probably have heightened senses when it comes to, to this sort of thing. Yeah. 
No, I think so too because um, we had we had a dog and he sit there and he'd bark at the wall. There was nothing on the wall. The wall there was nothing there. Um, and actually, it was right by where the shadow thing happened. All the, all the last podcast I talked about. He'd just sit there and bark at the wall. I mean, like he could see something or hear something that we couldn't see. And it was like, I mean, not like, you know, just, you know, I'm barking and hear myself bark. I mean, it was like, a, I see something there. You're not supposed to be here. Get out of my house kind of bark. And he would sit there and just do that. And then it happened all the time. I mean, it was like not every day or anything, but, you know, we could go by and he'd do it again. Or, you know, a month would go by and he'd start doing it again. So I think animals and, and children sometimes can see things. Mm-hmm. The rest of us don't. But back on the topic of creepy dolls, um, yeah, I see a lot of negotiations too about something attached to dolls, and usually they're of the porcelain kind, the ones that look. I think they look more human. I think part of it's because they're creepier. I think part of it's because you know if someone's gonna attach itself to something, you're attached it to something that looks more human. I don't know if that's why, but I just know that they're creepy. But um, I had a room when I was a kid. I, most of the time, I shared it with my sister. And then I decided when I was about 10 or so that I wanted my own room. Well, there was one room in the house that, that used to be like kind of a playroom, but all, we all avoided it. I mean, thinking back on it now, in retrospect, I can't remember really playing in there too much as a kid. Even my brother and sister, we all just kind of stayed away from that room because we just didn't like it. And I decided that I was going to put myself in that room. And honestly, I can't remember much about that room. I mean, I can remember about my all, all of stuff about things in the rooms I stayed before that. I can remember stuff after that. But that room, when it comes to that room, I just don't remember much about it. And I was there for a while. I just can't remember. But I know that my mom told me before that I used to be really upset and I'd, I'd um, wander the halls at night sometimes. And part of it was because it turned out I had, I had a epilepsy. But part, but I had really bad insomnia and I was afraid to go to sleep. And she said that I'd come in her room and just pound the door and I'd be all upset about the witch in my room. That there was a woman in my room and I'd, I'd come out all the time. And I remember my mom having to stay at the top of my stairs with me when I'd go to sleep because I wouldn't go to sleep in there unless she did. But I was, I don't remember how old it was. I might have been younger than 10. But I just don't remember that room. I just remember being afraid of that room, and I remember I had porcelain dolls in there, too, and at night I wouldn't sleep unless they were covered. Like, I had to put a sheet over the dolls at night or I wouldn't go to sleep. So I don't know what happened in that room, but something apparently scared me pretty bad because I always talk about the witch in there. And come and think about the closet in there always freaked me out, too. I don't know why, but I just, and then I'm thinking about the room before it was my bedroom, and we all avoided that room. It's just like we all knew there was something in there. We didn't like it, so we just stay away from that room. And that was before we renovated. And I mentioned last time, too, that um, stuff happened before we did redid the upstairs of the house. But when we, we renovated it, it got way worse. I mean, a lot more stuff started to happen than happened before. And it just got crazy. I know, like, um, I mentioned, too, about that crawl space. And I'm trying to make, paint a picture for you visually. It was, if you're standing looking at the room, um, you go down... Um, I'll explain this. Uh, there's a bathroom in the middle, and then on either side's a bedroom. And if you go into my sister's room, you would go down this. There's, there's they both have a loft in the room. Both rooms have a loft, and you'd have to go down these little stairs into the room, and that'd be the downstairs. And then there was like steps to go to the loft part upstairs, but they were pretty big rooms. And um, but where the steps are, the steps there's a crawl space that connects both sets of steps in the different rooms, and it runs under the bathroom. 
So if you can picture the bathroom in the middle and two bedrooms on your side, there's steps going into the bedrooms that lead down in, and then there's a, there's a, a big space that runs behind both sets of stairs. And the one in my brother's room um, would open out into a closet. The closet had this really creepy vibe about it. I can't explain it. It was just creepy. And um, I guess one day my brother, he opened the closet door and just different things would happen. But one day things like money, like pennies, kept like flying out of the closet. And, you know, because we're kind of used to it at this point, my brother just said, yeah, well, next time throw hundreds. The, the thing about the crawl space, it's, it just had a different vibe. Um, like, if you ever hear some stories or things happen, or if you've had stuff happen, you might know what I'm talking about. When you can tell sometimes it's just nothing that's going to hurt you. It's just, um, it's joking or it's not harmful. And other things happen, and you can tell that they're not very friendly. Like, the reason I left the house, that, that shadow story last time, was because it was clearly not a friendly. Um, it just wasn't a friendly feel at all. And that's how this crawl space was. It wasn't friendly. Um, it wasn't something that you thought, okay, that's not going to do anything. It just, you just don't want to mess with it kind of feeling. And that's how this, this thing was, whatever was in the crawl space. But a lot of times, um, it started out different. It started out differently. It felt more like it was a, a joking, friendly thing. We had a lot of stuff go missing. It would be weird. Like you'd leave something there and you knew where it was and you go back to find it and it'd be gone. And you know, people do all the time. Like I lose my glasses, I lose my wallet, I lose whatever. And you wouldn't think anything of it. You're like, okay, that's weird. I lost it. Can't find it. You search the whole house. Can't find it. You knew you left it there. It's gone. And then like maybe a week later, it'd suddenly be back in the spot you left it at. Even though it wasn't there earlier that day and it had been missing for a week and you knew you'd left it there before and you couldn't find it and you'd search and search, it would just suddenly come back and appear where you left it like a week later. And that would happen a lot. Or things would just go missing. Weird things like, okay, here's one of my socks but my other one's gone. Or... um. I don't even know what would all go missing. Just different random things would go missing. And then later my dad had to go back in that crawl space on my sister's side to fix something. And all of the stuff that was missing was back in there. It's like way back in. And we, were, we wouldn't have been able to get back in there to put it back there. So it was just really random. Like stuff would go missing and then it would just show up either back where you left it days later or we found it in the crawl space. It was, that was just really strange. And then, um, this isn't a ghost story, but it's funny. It's kind of related to things going missing. Um, Tom knows this story. One time, as we had two remotes for our TV. And uh, I found one of them. They'd been missing for a while, so I found one. And I didn't tell anybody I found it. So I kept it hidden. And then, as a joke... I like stuck it that it was in my um it was in my in, in the waistband of my of my jeans so you couldn't see it. And I was sitting in the living room with my mom and sister and we were watching TV. And so I'm sitting there with a magazine looking at the magazine and I start pushing buttons and the TV would change. Now, you know, in a normal family they'd be like thinking a TV something on the TV, but in my house when you have all the stuff that goes on, people automatically assume something's going on. So my mom and my sister start freaking out because I kept changing the channel or doing different things to turn the volume up, turn it down. And they start freaking out. And um, my mom's like, or my sister, one of them was telling the other one to turn the TV off, turn the TV off. And the other one's going, no, no, I'm not touching it. You do it. So I turn the TV off. And they start freaking out. And then um, 
like, turn it back on. No, no. And then I turn it back on. In the meantime, I'm walking out to the kitchen and doing all this other stuff, pushing buttons the whole time, and they had no idea. And this went on for several minutes until I finally told them that I had the remote. But dang, was it funny. Because <laughs> they were just freaking out, which, in retrospect, it really wasn't very nice because with the stuff that happened in my house, I, it was probably a little scarier than it would have been to somebody who wasn't in the house. Don't you think, Tom? I think so. It was fun, though. You should have seen them. And I'm sure my mom and sister are going to be listening to this, and they're going to be not very happy with me for telling that story. So you should record it and put it in the funniest tone videos. You know, I should have. Because I, I really should have, because it was funny. I actually won a contest once with that story. It was, it was, because I did it, I, when I did it, it was around April Fool's Day. I think I did, it might have been April Fool's Day, but there was an April Fool's story contest, and I, I put it in, and I won a big prize for, for that story, because it was so mean, but it was funny. But anyway, speaking oh, speaking of TVs, I'll tell you one that was true with TVs though. Um, I when my I told you my in the last one, my, my my grandparents had passed and we had the record cleaner in our house. Well, also we had a TV and I got the TV, and it was in my bedroom. And I also had a couple pieces of furniture that um, I inherited from my grandparents. I still have them. Um, and the dresser, it's a credenza, and they turned it into a dresser, and it was in my room with a TV. Well, this this it was really strange. Um, this would happen quite often, actually. The TV would go on off by itself. Now, granted, it could have been a wire short or something like that. It's possible. And you'd walk out, and you'd turn the TV off before you left the room. And you might be gone 10 minutes, might be gone a few hours, and you come back, and the TV was on again. Or um, be watching TV, and it would suddenly shut off. and Or the channels would change, or different weird things would happen. It, it, it started to get a little scary and creepy. Um... It would be really, I know one time I just got so sick of it because it kept happening that I actually just started, I just said, would you please stop? Just stop it. It's not funny. I don't like it. Stop it. And it never did it again. And the TV worked fine for years after that. I mean, so is it possible to shorten a TV? It's possible. But I do find it awfully odd that I finally got sick of it because it would scare me. And I finally said, hey, I just want you to stop that. I don't like it. It scares me. And it stopped. And when we first got married, Tom, I still had that TV, remember? And it worked completely fine. There was nothing wrong with it. It just, for that few months, it kept happening until I actually said, just knock it off. And then it stopped doing it. But it would do, it would, you would, I, one time it was really funny, actually. I turned it off, and I stepped out of the side of the room, and I heard it come on, like, immediately. As soon as I left the room, it came back on. So I stepped back into the room, and I looked at it, and then it turned back off again. Mm. And then I stepped out, and it turned back on. And I stepped back in, and it turned back off. And this went on for a couple times, and then I just, like, forget it and left the room, and then it was on. And when I came back in, it was on still. But that it, that happened a few times, that kind of stuff. And that's when I finally got fed up and was like, would you please just stop it? And then it it stopped, didn't do it anymore. But that was creepy. Well, at least it listened. Yes, it did listen. But another time, though, it was really creepy was um, I woke up once, and... The TV had come on. It had been off, but it had come on. And um, I was in the bedroom, and it was talking. It was like one of those late night, you know, 2 a.m. TV shows. And this one was about guns or gun control or something like that. And I was watching it, and they were talking about, you know, guns and how they should, about banning guns and things. And this thing came up behind me. I felt it immediately before I did anything else. And this really raspy creepy it was like a woman's voice said it right in my ear like i actually feel like my hair moving like from like breath in my ear it said it's the gun stupid and i freaked out and i refused to sleep in my room for like two weeks i slept on my pa- I, I was like 17 and i slept on my parents floor in their bedroom for two weeks 
I'm not too proud to admit it. I was so scared. Cause it was right in my ear. I mean, I could feel it. Like I could feel like someone was right behind me. Like you could feel them there. And then you could feel the hair moving and everything like someone breathing. And it just said, and it's like, it's just like evil, nasty, mean voice. It's the guns, stupid. And I wouldn't go back in my room. It was just, I wouldn't go anywhere near it for a couple of weeks. Cause it was just so freaky. And that was actually a different room. That wasn't the one I had mentioned before. That was after we renovated. So it was, it was weird and creepy. Yeah, strange voices happened a lot. That was the creepiest one. I mean, it was just, I can't explain it. It was just not a friendly voice. But um, a lot of times, though, when I hear voices, it would, it would, it would sound like somebody else. Like, um, my mom, I often heard my mom calling me and I'd go to see what she wanted. And she'd be like, I wasn't calling you. Now, granted, she could have been messing with me. But a couple times it happened that other people were there with both her and I. And then one time my sister and I were up in her room. We were messing around. And my mom kept yelling, calling my name. And my sister heard it too. And, and it just kept going on and on. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? And my sister with me. And my mom was with my brother. And my sister came with me. And we were like, what? And mom said, what do you mean what? Uh, and we're like, well, you're calling me. And she's like, no, I wasn't. And my sister said, yeah, you were, mom. I heard you. And she was, no, I wasn't. And my brother was right there. And he says, mom wasn't calling you. We were talking about, and they were talking about, had been talking about something. And we had heard her. She just kept, you know, the voice kept calling me. And it, and, and it wasn't just me hearing it. My sister heard it too. And that happened a lot where I'd hear people call me. And then I'd go and find out what they wanted and they didn't call me. Or I'd just hear my name being called often. Like I'd hear someone say my name and there'd be no one there. But I used to hear that. But that actually, if it was like a friendly, joking kind of tone or friendly. It wasn't like that other voice that was not good. And we didn't have things like the digital recorders and stuff like that. You know, retrospect, you probably could have done it. But on the flip side, I think I'd be too afraid to have done it to see what... Because when you're, when you're not live there, you don't have to live with it all the time. It's easier to listen to that kind of stuff because... You know what I'm saying, Tom? Mm -hmm. Because it's not, as, it's not as scary because you don't have to live there. But if you're the person that lives there, I think it would be more frightening to actually have a recording and hear it and know, you know, oh, yes, we caught that. So I would never have done that anyway because I'd be too afraid to, you know, hear what it, what they said. But um, we used to have, like, the voices happening. You know, we had talked about things running without batteries. That used to happen all the time. Things being displaced and, you know, finding them in a weird location later. That happened often. Um... Another incident we had that other people saw, again, my sister was having a sleepover, and um, we heard this, like, motorcycle sound. Now, we had had neighbors that used to ride their motorcycles across the top field, and one of them had gotten in an accident and had passed, and um, we heard this motorcycle, and this was, I don't know, like, one in the morning, and they didn't ride their motorcycles at one in the morning. So we thought that was a little odd. So we went to the window to look, see, well, what is that noise? And there was a few girls. There was that, that, it wasn't just me and my sister who saw it. There was a couple of people who saw it too. And we went to the window and looked. And up at the top of the hill, where you always saw where they would ride their bikes, their motorcycles. Because um, they had like a dirt biking trail on the, like an obstacle course thing in the woods. And there was this bike type thing going across the field but it was like you know kind of like a almost like a mist it wasn't it was solid but it was like white and it was like misty and it wasn't it wasn't someone on a bike but it was and um they stopped like just stopped on the hill and turned and looked right at us and it wouldn't thought anything of it but I, it was like it had like red eyes 
and we we all freaked out. And um, yeah, we all slept real close together that night because uh, it just stopped. It just stopped and turned and looked right at us like it knew we were looking at it. It was, yeah, I'm surprised my sister had anybody else come to our house. I'm not going to lie. I mean, people came back, and I don't understand why they did. I don't know. It's just because we had people, I mean, it must have been different friends, I guess, because I don't know why they would come back to that. So anyway, so there are some different stories. I'm trying to think if I have any more today. I'm saving some of my really good ones for later. Um, can you think of any more today, Tom? Um, Are any of the ones I told you, you want me to say? Well, you might want to save them for later. Uh, yeah. If anybody else has any stories. Oh, yeah. If anybody else has any stories, um, please, if you don't want to share it in the comments, please share it in the comments. If anything I've said, you you have something similar, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that happened to me, please share it so I don't feel, like, crazy. Um, also, if you want to if you want to send us a story, say you have a good story, you want to email it to us at contact at shadowbinders.com. Um, if it's, you know, if you think it's cool, we'll read it on, we'll read it on the podcast. Um, if you have any good stories, cause we're always up for good stories. I'm trying to think of what else to talk about. Well, I think that's all I'm going to talk about for this one. So, uh, try to catch my other ones. I think I'm going to do two more, one each week and I'm going to save. And, th- and the last story I'm going to do is a doozy and it's like the biggest story we have. So if you get a chance to catch that one, definitely do.